Welcome to another edition of the Superflight Podcast. It's Sunday, August 7th. What's happening, Mike? It's What's been, up, dude? It's been a while. Been gone for a minute? Yeah. We uh, missed last week. There wasn't much going on and some traveling. Yeah, you know, vacation stuff. Not really vacation, but... No, going to see the family. Going to see the family. Having a weekend. Yeah. All right. That's all. How about you? What you, what you been up to? I have uh, just been enjoying the summertime <laughs> in New York City. The best place to be during the summer. That's what I'm saying. If you like concrete, stink, <laughs> humidity, aggressive people, pointlessly aggressive people, the you're going to love New York in the summer. The smell of hot garbage. Yeah, hot garbage everywhere. It's the best. I love Traveling it. Traveling through New York, and it's a, it's a Russian roulette of smells as you travel through roulette or travel through New York in the summer. It's, it is nice. Nobody like, prefers is that, that. Is that a is that a bakery? No, is that a dead body? Wait, <laughs> no, candy. I smell can. Wait, no, that's sewage. Um, that's a lot true. of stuff happened this week. You want to talk you, about some of it? Yeah. Do you want to do the twitters, the 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 tweets, the the? Uh, Who tweeted? Did someone actually tweet it? No. Where you can oh. reach us oh. and where we're available. Oh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Try to keep it on pace to be all right. Standardized. Anyway, format. oh man, <laughs> if you I'm guys want to. <laughs> if you guys want to get in touch, um, there's several ways to do this. You can either tweet at us at SuperFlightPod um, on Twitter. You can email us at the SuperFlightPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just like leave a message uh, on SoundCloud. You can follow us on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. You can also leave a message on iTunes. And if you follow along, just rate us and review us so it's easier for other people to find us. You do that really well. Thank I don't you. think I've ever complimented you on that. Oh, you got the whole thing down. Do I? Because yeah. I don't practice it at all. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Well, you got it down. Yeah, it's just my natural speaking voice. I'm just good at this, mm. I guess. Yeah, read us and review us <laughs> if you made it this far in the podcast. <laughs> anyway, which which so there's a number of things we can talk about. Let me give you the list. Mm-hmm. We can talk about West Westbrook re-upping with OKC. Let's, oh, let's open with that. That sounds perfect. Okay. You don't want to go down the rest of the list? You want to go let's just go right things? down. Let's just start with Westbrook re-upping. All right. Let's do it. I did watch the press conference. Oh, a little bit you? of it. Live or you, in, re- in re- YouTube? Did. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I kind of caught it this morning. Uh, I was surprised. I thought it was a little bit of a... I think that him and Presti both had a little bit of a edge towards Kevin Durant and the way they were speaking. And especially since I kind of judged the re-up as now giving them the potential to trade Westbrook. Mm. That's the way I had read it. All the media outlets and the way they talked in the, uh, or the way they spoke in the uh, press conference was that this is now he's just, he's going to be in Oklahoma city and that he's committed to Oklahoma city. And you went right to the, he might be out of Oklahoma city because he can becomes way more valuable to right. everyone in the league. With a four-year contract. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Isn't it a three-year? I think it's a three-year. Oh, I thought it was three-year plus one. Oh, the that one that he true. already has. They gave him a three-year extension, so it's four years total, oh, I think. Oh, okay. I believe. Maybe. Wait, what year is he in? Because I know it'll put him, like, when he his contract's has up. one year on the contract, and I think he got a three-year extension. Okay. I was going to say, when he's up, I know he'll be in his 10th year, so then he'll be eligible for, like, 35% of the cap. 2020, I think he'll be up. Okay. So then, whatever, do the math, whatever, how many years I gave him. Uh, yeah, at first... Like, I saw Zach Lowe tweeted. He's like, this is great for Westbrook, great for OKC. Also, sorry to be, like, negative, but it opens up the trade of a, the possibility of a trade. I'm like, glad he brought exactly, that up because yeah. I, thought, I was, thought I was the only one thinking about that. Everyone else was like, hey, he's really committed. You know, KD's yeah. such a jerk. Yeah, well, I don't think KD's a I jerk. think, too, that him and Presti want to come out of it looking better than Kevin Durant did. Looking like they got something for it, like he didn't just walk away. I think both of the two of them lost out when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, and I think both of them want to save face, yeah. both for their brand and for their job. You know, not getting anything in return. You want to complain about the Harden trade? I mean, he they Ooh, got nothing yeah. for Durant. Yeah, I know. 
Um, well, you know, that's the thing. So I was thinking that like that, that was my initial thought too. I'm like, Oh, so they're going to do a sign and trade or something. But actually after watching some of the, the interview on NBA TV, I actually think he's staying. I think he's like angry Westbrook, like everyone's saying. And I think he just wants to prove that he can take the team, you know, to maybe a championship without Durant. I've kind of, from last two weeks ago when we talked about it, I've kind of thought about it and, I'm kind of thinking, really, like the Boston thing is not unreasonable. Mm. Sending him to Boston? No way. I would go with the. I would. You switch too. We're now on opposite. Well, no, not not for no, just for teams. Like, I if if I was Sam Presti, right now would be the time I would trade for everything the Lakers have. Right, but I'm. I think that Boston is more more of a viable option. Yeah, out of the two, but I agree with you on the Lakers too, and we talked about that a couple weeks ago. I just think the Lakers pieces, the the players yeah. they have right now, are better than anything Boston's going to give you, They're including great. the Brooklyn pick. I yeah. mean, I don't know what the Brooklyn pick's going to turn into this year. They can get a point guard and a small forward after losing a point guard and a small forward. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. His trade, so right now his trade value and his value around the league is in an all-time high. Like mm-hmm. he signed, I guess it's a, I wouldn't say it's a favorable contract. It's just a really good contract it's, for the guy that he is, he he signed a, like a top ten player contract, and he's a top ten player. So right now, if he's on three year contract, and you can trade for him, do it. You know, I think they take this team into this into the regular season, and see what they have. And you know, if it's not working out, you can always trade him at the deadline. Well, I think now he kind of. I mean, you can, but he kind of if he stays on. Well, even if he doesn't stay on OKC, he kind of becomes the new Kobe in terms of like the ball is mine. The rest of you are here for me. That's true. Which wasn't, I mean, he was already playing that way, but he had KD and he had Ibaka, although Ibaka became the bastard stepchild of that three-star system. True, true, true. I, I really liked what he was saying at the at the press conference. Like, he was really positive about being in Oklahoma City. It really got me when he said the thing about, like, basically they helped raise him. He spent, like, nine years of his life there, or whatever, how many, you know, they, he spent his childhood there, and they basically tried you know basically sort of helped raise him as the player he is and the person he is now so i thought that was really cool there's also the implication when you say something like that is that and now i'm growing up and ready and to I'm move ready to go. on yeah right but i just listen he said all the right things he had the crowd cheering at the at I the saw, conference yeah. it's crazy they were clapping for <laughs> yeah, him like so they know that they're inches away from being an irrelevant nba city that no one cares about and they're not going to be on tv in a thousand years oh my god yeah. you think the atlantic hawks got it bad as winners they're barely on tv wait till oklahoma city well i think the, the difference is, is winning like, i think the thing about the difference there is that like people in, in atlanta are just apathetic about their team in a way that oklahoma city isn't they've hung everything all their hopes Atlanta's are, a baseball and football town yeah yeah they always need, has been yeah. they have a hockey team too i think i don't know I have I no idea shit about the NHL. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think I know they're a, a big enough market for all of that, but I think they're, they've always been a baseball and football town. Yeah. Some towns are just like that. For, S- Seattle's now a baseball and football town. Used yeah. to be a basketball town. Yeah. Not, for, not to go back there. But. Well, right. But definitely a football town. You know, Atlanta loves football. Yeah, the whole South does, which is funny because it was started as a northern industrialist game, like Yale and like yeah, the northern industrialist. True. Baseball was the traditional southern game. Was it? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. The fields. A lot of the great baseball players early on came from the South. Huh. I don't know shit about baseball. <laughs> like Football and basketball are from the North, and then hockey's from the very far North. Oh, yeah. That I knew. That I knew. That I was aware of. Um, I don't know. So what do you think? You think? How do you think it's going to work? So let's, let's suppose they take this team they have right now into the regular season. 
Like, how do you think that works? How do you think they do? I, I'm kind of excited about Depot being on this team now that Westbrook's staying and they have Steven Adams and they have, you know. Mid to high 40s for wins. Yeah, I'm kind of there with I, do, I think really it's very dependent on a couple of things. It's Ennis Canner's role, how Sabonis develops, and what Steven mm-hmm. Adams' role is going to be. It's the front line. I'm not worried about Westbrook and I'm not worried about Oladipo. And also, I don't, they have kind of a gap at small forward, yeah? Yeah. So. I don't even know who they have. It's, well, they have what's his face that was in the, he played really well in the playoffs. Three and D guy. Um, tall, whatever, it doesn't matter. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Perry Jones the third. No, he was a rookie, I think. And he, it doesn't matter. I'll figure it out. I'll cut this part out. I'll come back and I did it in. <laughs> <laughs> and his name was. And his name was. And that um, man's name. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's that's all I got about Westbrook. That's all I got about Westbrook for now. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens this summer and if they end up moving him or not. Yeah. Like I said, and if it's going bad at the trade deadline, they could get anything they want for him. Just think, though. Because you know his number is going to be crazy. He just lost out on a major asset and they re-signed him. You think he's going to lose, this being Presti, he's going to lose out on another major asset without getting anything in return again. Right. Not a chance. He's proven over over time that he's a very smart GM. He's not going to let this happen twice. He got fooled by Durant. Yeah. 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 I don't even know if he got fooled by Durant. I just... They would have traded him last year. Yeah, I guess he would have right. gotten something long term in return for that. Good point. There, there was a little bit of Durant hate, I guess. Not hate, but I don't know if I. I mean, on your take about they were hating on him, but clearly, Ooh, what take? Oh, when you first said that there was a little bit of anti-Durant in the conference, but oh, I think there was, but I don't think it means anything. Yeah, I don't think it means shit. I mean, I think Westbrook is totally going to make him his enemy now on the court for sure. But and they haven't spoken since, like, I guess. It happened. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It will be in the regular season. Do you want to talk about uh, my favorite not player player, Derek Fisher? <laughs> oh, Derek Fisher. Yeah, I love talking about Derek Fisher. Yeah. He's a good-looking man. Real smart, too. How did he get a head coaching job? You know, I, I was no baffled idea. that Jason Kidd got a head coaching job. I'm still mm. baffled by that. But Jason Derek Kidd Fisher, least- the same deal. I'm like, he's kind of a smart player. Yeah, I mean, he's smart in that he knows how to take advantage of situations. And, and he's know. looking to make a comeback now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> good for Derek Fisher. You know he's 42? Yeah, he's not he's, making a comeback. He's Only not centers a play that long, he, if they play that long. He can go to China. He could have a career in China for a couple of years. I don't know. I'm like 42. What do you expect to do with this age? I watched, Seriously. I watched those clips of him practicing that everyone's like, he's getting ready to make a comeback. Mm-hmm. There's no lift on his feet. Mm-mm. Just like Jordan, as he got older, players as they get older, he looks good. He gets down low. You know, he's a short player. He can dribble the ball, make it look fancy. But when he does that jump shot, he does not. There's no there's get no, up. Yeah. There's no nothing. vertical. Yeah. Nothing there. And he's very slow and rigid at this point. He's already like, shorter. He's already too short anyway. Getting off his yeah. shot against NBA players, I couldn't see him not just getting blocked constantly unless he expects to sit in the corner and catch and shoot. Not even no, then. Not even that. Like, he's, you know, an 82-game season at 42, you're your body is going to just break down. I think, honestly, my take on it is that he went through the league and he burned his bridges with all his friends and people who helped take care of him. And he was like, fuck, I need some new friends. Mm. And it's too late. Like, he Did burned you... his bridges with the Lakers, Utah, when he left Utah because his kids were sick, the Knicks hitting all the players' wives, the Matt yeah. Barnes thing. Did you notice he was one of the hashtags was working on me or something like that? Like, yeah. yeah. He's just trying to be a better person. 
Okay. Doesn't seem like he was a very good person. No, he's not a good, very good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this this character judgment right now because I just don't like him. All right. So character judgment, judgment passed. You're an asshole. Oh really? <laughs> I've never met him. I don't know that I call him an asshole. I guess based on his actions. Yeah, he's kind of. He seems like yeah, kind of an asshole. He seems like it. All right, I, I don't know him either personally, but he from everything he's done, he seems like a douche. I'm just saying. I don't know, but uh, I would love to see him try and make a comeback. I think it would be. I want to see him get to that like hilarious. rock bottom, Mike Singletary giant cross around my neck press conference moment. <laughs> <laughs> Please elaborate on that. Oh, Singletary when he was coach of the uh, yeah yeah Niners. Niners. Sw- he just like I was joking because that season he was losing that the cross around his neck was just going to get bigger and bigger each press conference as he kept losing games. <laughs> Cause Cause just like it's one day he's just going to come out with a giant, <laughs> almost full size wooden cross for a press conference. <laughs> You mean as so he can hide behind it, like religion, kind of just or just reminding people, or just that he's, 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 he's getting he's, so worn down that the cross is literally getting bigger and bigger? No. <laughs> just the, like, please perceive me as a good person. This is how oh, I yeah. show you I'm a good person. Yeah. Come on, yo, oh, maybe, yeah. Isn't he like super religious? Super religious. I think he very, was. Very, Who very knows? Religious. It doesn't yeah. seem his actions aren't particularly religious anymore. So yeah, that's a phenomenon that is not just. Uh, never mind anyway right we don't need to get into religion but so Derek Fisher I wish him the best of luck (laughs) in uh, the Philippines playing for some like telecom companies team or uh, some milk that people like a canned milk all the teams in the Philippines are named after products or what's it what's that really popular Chinese team that's something the ducks the the flying ducks or something I don't know dragon ducks I don't know know. something Yeah. yeah good luck Good luck, Fish. Good luck in Syria, the Syrian <laughs> team, whatever. I mean, listen, you could still play circles around me, but that's not saying anything. Uh, you know, whatever. Oh, did you see the thing at Jordan camp where the kids were supposed to get free shoes? Oh, yeah. Jordan missed a free throw. Dude, he he's missed sunk. one of three shots. Like, he could have just given them all free shoes. No, that's what I was thinking. Too, but he like, could have made the shots and then been like, kids, I'm the best. Y'all get free shoes anyway. But he didn't. He was just he like, y'all lost. You bet You did, You did. bet me slash didn't bet me, and I'm the most competitive person ever, so enjoy not getting free shoes. That's what I was taking away from it, too. I was like, wow, Jordan, good for you that you can still hit all your shots, but... Who are you impressing? These are children. <laughs> Give the children the shoes. You have them. What the hell, I think dude? that's funny that that came out the same week. He finally supposedly made a political statement by donating money to after who? his... He donated to a policeman's organization oh, and then oh, also like a Black Lives Matter type organization. I don't know. I didn't I'm read all into for it. that. Yeah. One for each. He gave him a million yeah. bucks. But no, he, it, there's the famous quote from a book and it's skeptical whether he said it or not, which is Republicans buy sneakers too. Like I'm meaning mm-hmm. I'm not a political animal. Right. And then he finally made this donation and people were like, see, Jordan, he's a decent guy. And then the same week, this shot of <laughs> him being like, <laughs> fuck you kids. <laughs> Thanks for your parents' money at Jordan Camp. By the way, how rich of a kid do you have to be to be going to the Jordan? Oh, camp? seriously, I know. Seriously. Like, I mean, so those kids don't those, need those shoes. They don't anyway. need the shoes. It's not yeah, like those it was for, good, yeah. yeah. He I'm probably wrong. knew that. Maybe it was a charity camp, and he, Jordan's a beautiful person. But whatever. I'm not judging. It. I'm not making a character judgment about Jordan the way I am. I'm willing to do about fish. I just think that Jordan's such an addicted gambler and oh, a gambling yeah. personality that he would even take shoes from kids that he can <laughs> afford that are probably basically free for him. I know it's crazy. He's so competitive. I think he's the head of the Jordan division of Nike on, on some level. Really? Like he has some like sort his of final title. say on the shoes or something? Or he just not. has some sort of title at Nike for you know Jordan as a division of the company. Hmm. So I don't know how much he's involved in day to day, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is an old thing that I'm 
misremembering, but so, but I just want to say to the extent that he has the juice just to be like, oh, of course. from the kids who made these shoes <laughs> to the kids who came from my camp, I can make this happen. This transition seamless take and free. Oh, you, you don't think children make his shoes? Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that at all. I'm just saying, take it easy. Take it down a notch. Uh, <laughs> from the little hands that may needs to the little, little feet that'll wear them. <laughs> to the little feet that aren't getting them for free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's crazy. You know, it's speaking of like uh, weird dickish sort of things to do. What about Amari retiring as a Nick? What is that? I don't understand what happened with the Suns. I don't either. I don't. I get think it's this. weird that neither him nor Steve Nash nor Sean Marion retired as a Sun. That classic Suns team. Did the so did it change ownership since they have been there? I don't know what's going on. I know there's weird things about that owner. I haven't really followed that well. It's like he has a really good, I don't know if he inherited a really good staff with, um, you know, a good eye for talent. And then the rumor that I've understood is that he rushes them to succeed and kind mm. of fucks up their long-term plans. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not really true either because, look, for the longest time, the Suns have been known as the team that would re- rehabilitate players. If you wanted to get healthy. For the training staff. But I don't know if that was under this owner. He just inherited the organization. Okay. There's some weird deal with his house last summer. I don't, I need to look it up. Don't ask yeah, me to yeah, explain. Yeah. I don't remember the details of it. It's just weird that, like, he would... I mean, your your career, you're known as a Phoenix Sun. Like, you were famous. You were an all-star superstar player in Phoenix. Right. You came to the Knicks. You had one half good season. One half of a good season. Because then he got injured and Melo came in. And, like, great. He was great that first half of that season. But how do you retire a Nick? If actions speak louder than words, there's something up with that Phoenix organization that all three of their biggest stars from the 2000s did not retire as sons. Wait, which is, Nash like they didn't have a, retire as a son either? No, he retired as a Laker. Oh, shit. No. I think Marion retired, if he retired, I think Marion retired as a Maverick, maybe? Wait a minute, you're... I'm just hearing about this now. You're telling me that Steve Nash retired as a Laker? So far, yeah. When he retired, he was a Laker. Well, yeah, but he didn't, like, do the... Really? That's crazy. All well, right. I don't know that the, he's going to wear a Lakers hat at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. What I'm saying is that he didn't go into a one-day contract the way oh, Mari right, right, did right, to right. be like symbolically like, I'm a son for life. Right. He didn't go back and do that. Marion okay. didn't go back and do that. Amari didn't go back and do that. And I'm saying, although none of them have talked badly, as far as I know about the organization, actions speak louder than words. Right, right, right. So, no, no, but in Steve Nash's case, it made absolute sense because everyone knew he was retiring. He was done. He couldn't do it anymore. For Amari... That he actually had to go out and be signed by the Knicks. It feels like a very purposeful, very, very calculated kind of move. Well, it was as a, his as second a, best team that he's known for. Yeah. I mean, if you want some sort of, uh, what is it, legacy, and you're not going to do the Suns thing, which clearly he wasn't going to do the Suns thing. Well, that's what I'm saying, but it just seems like a very calculated move to be like, it would seem like a giant F you to the Suns. I just don't get it. I, I, I mean, I obviously know. there's something really wrong with that organization. Two things. One, he immediately then turned and signed a uh, contract with an Israeli team mm-hmm. to play in mm-hmm. Israel. And then the other thing is that one thing I don't understand with the Suns, too, is that they have, although I don't care for Phoenix as a city, they have a fantastic fan base. Yeah. Their fans are some of the best in the NBA. They're rabid. They've been great for years, like a really good teams, great fan base. So even that, like, just to give respect back to the fans, who I'm sure they respected. Right. I'm sure he was the biggest hero, right? Like, you know, him and Nash. I mean, they were probably the two biggest stars. Well, who else was in Phoenix? I don't even know. Um, uh, Barkley. Well, no, I meant, I meant, yeah, Barkley. But I oh, meant, on that team? No, 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 no. I just meant, like, 
I was thinking about the the uh, football team for some reason. But oh, yeah, Barkley would Arizona, have been a huge Kurt, Kurt Warner, yeah. like yeah. that level, like, he, like that level. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't, anything. Know. I don't get it, man. Yeah. I mean, Barkley obviously, right? So he would okay. be the other. Yeah. But Ke- Kevin Johnson. Kevin Johnson. Dan Marley. Okay, go on. Keep on. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Tom Name. Chambers. <laughs> oh, Tom Chambers. Okay. Yeah. You're naming players that are before me. I just, I mean, not before me, but. Just 90s. It's fine. Um, so I thought that was interesting with Amari. Yeah, I did too. I just, uh, you know, we would have talked about it last week, but obviously we weren't here. Um, yeah, it's just weird. It just struck me as very, very odd. And it stuck, struck me as a giant FU. And I just wonder why. I just want to know what's going It makes me curious to know what's going on with that organization that everyone is distancing themselves from the organization. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's just curious. It's just a curious event. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Do you want to talk about other retirements? No, I just Do you want to talk about Michael Beasley retiring? He didn't retire. Oh, he resigned. He, no, he what resigned. Oh, resigned. Oh, that's oh, what that you. says. Look at you reading. <laughs> <laughs> your reading skills. I was like, wait a minute. Listen, when you sent this to me, I was at work and I was like, skimming, skimming. Oh, Michael Beasley resigned. Okay. Resigned. Resigned. Like I know there's resigned. a dash in there yeah. to say yeah. resigned. It looks like resigning to me. Beasley, give me your badge and your gun. <laughs> Did you explain that to me? Uh, someone resigning, like a cop resigning. Oh. <laughs> like I want you to resign. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And that's that's what I think that you thought was going yeah. on with Beasley. <laughs> that's no, I just that's I, what think I thought it's like Houston's made some really nice moves, and okay. the Beasley resigning I think is quietly a very nice move. And I really hope that that guy gets it together. He seemed like he was having a great year last year, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's almost to a point. And it's hard to say this far into his career since he's basically a bust. What was he drafted to after yeah. Derek Rose? I, I think. think so, yeah. And it, he's got like it seems watching him play that he's got like an an incredible amount of talent. Well, I'm wondering if he got over like I always just paid him as basically a stoner. He always just seemed like a stoner to me. I think a lot like, of the guys are stoners, probably, but like a big stoner. Mm. Like, mm. but I didn't really see him as malicious. I mean, unless you say like apathy is malicious, which I don't think it is. But well. How could it be malicious? It's <laughs> no, apathy can be malicious. It that's can. one of the... In, we'll yeah. get it. That's philosophical. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but not, not caring can be the same as being complicit in yes. what's going on if something bad is going on. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway, I just think that Phoenix has done a nice job. I think that... Uh, which is hard for me to say because their GM, um, the guy that everyone loves, Daryl Morey, mm-hmm. Sam Hinkie's boss. Yeah, no, I know. Go ahead. Uh, I haven't been in favor of a lot of his moves, but between the signing of... Um, D'Antoni, and uh, just a lot of moves they made. I really like the direction they're going. All so, right. Although I don't think they've gotten around to re-signing uh, Donatus yet. I think he's just kind of floating. Didn't they just... Yeah, I don't think they... Did he get resigned? Was, or no, no, I don't th- I think he's just... Exactly what you said. I don't think he's under contract with anyone, is he? I keep well, looking. I think the thing and... is, he's like injured, and he couldn't even... He was going to be traded, and right. they couldn't Detroit trade was him. Like, he, nah. No, it wasn't even that. He even failed his physical. That's what I mean. Yeah. Detroit took, gave him the physical. They agreed to the trade. They gave him physical, and they're like, nah, we're sending this one back. Well, I don't even think it was a nah, we don't want him. I think it was a, whoa, you don't, you're not passing all the stuff I here. I think it was his knees. Maybe? Yeah. And they're like, your knees are not good. Your knees are not good. Yeah. We can't take you. This Which is, is you're failing too bad. I really liked Donatus. So did I. I, I don't know that he good. failed the physical. I think it's a little more complicated than that. I think that in a trade, like, there's flags, and then it becomes the other team's. They have now the they can say whether or not they want the player. And right, I think so they he saw. hit the flag, and Detroit declined. They're like if he was in perfect shape, we take him. But there's something wrong. They saw enough that made them think that yeah. He's so not I wonder healthy. if that's real or if that's just now just he's not good enough and scared people away from him. 
I don't know. I and I, mean, I think I gotta I gotta go with it's real. Yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, I would because if he was healthy enough, they would have Detroit would have loved to have him. And Houston would have signed him back and right Houston away. Houston would have signed him back. They would never put him because he has talent. Yeah, he's a Monty baller. Harris he can is, play. Yeah, Manius is a baller. Um, that's sad because I I really liked him. I I was hoping he was gonna have a really good career. Yeah, me too. And he still might. Who knows? I mean, but the knee thing, man, that's scary for a big guy. Yeah, and I, again, yeah, and going back, just I'm just interested in kind of back, not fully on board, but interested in what Houston's doing all of a sudden. Right. Sorry, we got off on a tangent. But and yeah. I think that they might quietly sneak into you know like a fourth or third or like past the Clippers in terms of like a third best team in the West. All right. Very quietly. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I mean, I think they need the thing. The thing that worries me about that is obviously D'Antoni does not coach defense. James Harden, Harden does not play, play defense. defense, right? And who else? They have um, and a lot of teams have gotten to the Western Conference Finals and the without Finals playing without defense. playing. Defense. Yeah, I know. I mean, they don't win it. You're right. More often than not, like 99 out of 100 times, you can't win the championship without, without defense. a good defense. Right? But you can get farther than people think. That's true. I mean, they're going to be. I think they're under D'Antoni. I think they're going to be a hell of a lot of fun to watch play. Yeah, I do too. Now that they unclogged the middle too. Yeah, getting rid of getting, Howard. Getting rid so of now Howard. They can play I think an open. Huge. Good. No, they can just play a more open kind of basketball and make more room. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing if D'Antoni like, gets uh, Harden to share the ball more or if he runs the point through a different player. He doesn't have Harden and brings Harden off the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm just really curious to see what he does because I do respect him, although I can't see him winning a lot again. I do respect the man. Yeah. there's. I have no problem with D'Antoni, obviously. He was on the Sixers, so. <laughs> it's um, the greatest point guard in Italian history. Totally. That's what they say. Really? Supposedly. Yeah, I love those Italians. I think he's from West Virginia, though. Or maybe you... Yeah. He's from somewhere weird. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he just played in Italy. I'm a Pennsylvania Italian. Mamma mia! Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's skip the other thing you sent me about What's Derek up? Rose, because I don't know anything about it, and I don't really want to talk about it. I know quite it, a bit about it. I mean, we can we can just briefly touch on it basically because i think it's been skirted over in his the civil trial and this is for the for, rape case for right? rape right. yeah no that it's still going yeah i didn't realize it was still going i think that they i don't know what happened with the regular trial this is how quiet they've kept it impressed i was following it and then it just sort of fell off the radar and yeah. then i just saw that pop up and i was like oh yeah derrick rose still- has an ongoing rape trial <laughs> i totally <laughs> forgot about yeah. this and i'm not going to get into the details of it because the details are very vile Ugh. what was claimed you can do that right. if you want to right, right. i'm not doing it but no, you don't have to. I'm just saying for the listener, if you want to look into that, it's a little more interesting than you'd think for a story that has gotten zero press for a superstar. And part of it now, with the way New York media is, if they go slow and the teams aren't oh, winning man. and they're looking for a story, like the New York media will eat that up. That's true. I just want to point out that you said for the listener, singular. <laughs> listener? We have one? Yeah, well, that's what you said. Not <laughs> listeners. <laughs> You're like, for the listener. For the one person listening. I wasn't even thinking about that. I know. Pretty yeah, well, no, uh, I mean, I think we have at least two. No, my mom stopped listening. Ah, oh, damn it. And she's like, I don't really follow basketball. <laughs> I love hearing your voice, honey. You should call me sometime. But... <laughs> it's not a good substitute. It's just really not. It doesn't not. work. It doesn't work. Um, yeah, I know. Like, they're going to, could, they could totally go after him for that. But again, I just think it's more likely to come up now and. He was the MVP, and he was a major brand, and I think there was a lot of pressure to suppress that story for a long time, and I'm kind of curious. 
as his game devolves or if he goes downhill in a bigger media market with more to write about that loves scandal, mm, yeah. that could really hurt if this if this civil thing doesn't get settled like right away. If but he, it's just a civil case, right? It's not it's not criminal. Okay. Right. So then I don't think there's this that is, much. This is for damages. But it's just yeah. Soon this is this is about money. Right. This is totally about money. So I don't think it's that big of a case. Because it already went did it go to actual criminal trial? Yeah, and you go criminal acquitted. first. Yeah. You know the whole thing with OJ was that OJ was acquitted in criminal court. Yeah. And then and found guilty the across the board in civil court. Like the right, way the jury right. was set up, who the lawyers were. Yeah. But essentially the same trial, you can have two completely different outcomes. All I know is the glove did not fit, so they had to acquit or something to that yeah, effect. That's how powerful that statement was. Is no, that it's, it's 20, like years 20 years later, later you still, still remember if the glove doesn't fit, you have to quit. And you're not the only person I've heard other people say it. No, no. Do, you, like, do, you, do you remember where you were when that when that chase was happening? Just yeah, a real quick aside. I know exactly where I was. Where were you? I was uh, watching the Houston Knicks game in the kitchen while my dad cooked. Oh, wow. On the small TV screen, and I was really pissed because I didn't give a... Even then, I was like, I don't give a fuck about OJ. Go back to the game. <laughs> and they kept cutting from the game. That's crazy. And I it was, was Elijah Wan versus Ewing, and I was really obsessed with that matchup. I was with my buddy Steve at his parents' place, and we had just been out riding our bikes around. Yeah. And um, we got back, and they're like, the TV was on. It was summertime. We're like watching this on the TV. We're riveted. We're like, oh, my God, OJ, what the hell is going on? This is crazy. And they were talking about like how he was going to shoot himself. I'm like, oh. He was talking about how he was going to shoot himself. Right, right, right. And this is actually true. I'm going to throw this in. Yesterday or the day before, I was a little bored at work. I started pricing like 94 white Broncos <laughs> and where I could get them. I was like, I kind of want a 94 white Bronco. By the way, for like 10 years after that chase, you could not see a white Bronco without thinking OJ. I think they oh, stopped yeah. making them in white that next year. Probably. Because it was so bad for that brand. Oh man, um, have you watched the documentary or any of the the OJ? I watched series? the one that was just the day of the thirty for thirty, and it was brilliant. Was it? There's no voiceover. Oh, wow. it's just different clips of stuff that was on TV that day. Oh, really? For like forty minutes, it's brilliant. I got it's watch absolutely it. brilliant. I gotta watch. I haven't watched either of them yet. And then the five hour one, people keep telling me to watch that one. The yeah. long form one they did. Yeah, that's yeah. all about what happened before the murder. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's been just, just my boss at work. He's been like, "You watch that OJ documentary yet? It's free. Really? It's online." And I was like, all right, this week I'll get into it. All right. Yeah. You know what? I got to do this. Kristen and I keep talking about it. But I got to do it. I got to do it. This is going to be one of my summer things. I'm going to get through it. OJ, here I come. That was weird. It <laughs> <laughs> was a little weird. Um, anyway, you want to talk more weird things like the Clippers guy, dude, team dude disappearing? So all he of a sudden? Got, it came out in the press that the guy who Blake Griffin punched yeah. is no longer on the team. And no one's quite sure when he left the team. Oh, that I didn't know. No, it just came out. Like, someone was like, hey, where is, uh, where's Homeboy? And uh, they're like, oh, <laughs> what is his name? I forget it. Like, I can't remember it either. Uh, See, that's how important this guy was. Yeah. <laughs> the same week that they figured out that that guy was no longer on the team, did you notice Blake Griffin's doing stand-up around L.A.? No, I did not. Yeah, you can see clips of it online. He's doing stand-up comedy. So you obviously think there's a correlation, a direct correlation between the two. What do you think that connection no, is? No, I don't. I don't. Correlation is the wrong word. Okay. I think it's a coincidence. Oh. But I think it's what, interesting coincidence. What is, your, what, what is so interesting about this coincidence? Do you think that it's just... Now that the guy's gone, Blake Griffin can be free to be himself. What? I don't understand. <laughs> Who knows? I've heard all kinds of theories about this thing about that Blake got drunk and the guy said something about why he punched him. I heard another theory that like they were a little more than friends. Oh. I, no, that's just these are just random theories. I'm not I'm not saying anything. I don't think yeah. that's true. No, I don't think that's true. But who knows? There's all kinds of weird stuff. I mean, no one really came out and said what happened. And then I think that Balmer probably just paid the guy or someone paid the guy for Balmer and just yeah. be like, just go away. Don't just, sue us. Yeah. Sign this and go away. 
But it seems like maybe with that weight off his shoulder, Blake's like, ah, I'm going to do some stand-up. I feel good. (laughs) Start showing my face again. He is kind of funny. I mean. He is. He's actually not a bad stand-up. He's kind of funny for an athlete. He's got great timing. Yeah. The Um, funniest thing I've ever heard him say was when he, I think it was his first year in the league, they were interviewing him. Somebody set him up for the question. I don't remember what it was, but they were asking him about like, you know, the, the troubles of, or the trials of being half black and half white growing up. And he's like, you know, I used to just be so angry at my white half thinking, why couldn't you just be a little bit more like my black half and jump a little bit higher or something like that? Something to that effect. And it was hilarious. As I was a like, comedian, I think he asked him if he felt that his white half holds him back from being good at basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and Blake had a good answer. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I butchered the hell out of that. But anyway, the, if you look it up online, it's pretty funny. Yeah. He's, he's a very charismatic dude. He kind of is. Um he just seems so so sour or so dour after uh, the whole thing came out about him punching the guy. And then well, Chris Paul got hurt in the playoffs, and then he immediately sat down. He was like, I'm done. Yeah, And there then was he no just kind of sat there on the bench and looked sad for the rest of the – while the Blazers beat him. There was no sense to play him. I mean, it was, they were clearly not going to win. And honestly, I think he was still injured. Um, but, like, think about it. If it was – all right, suppose you and I got into a fight, which has nearly happened a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on. Uh, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you feel awful about like beating my ass? Yeah. Yeah. You'd feel bad about breaking your fist over my face. It would probably change our relationship completely. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. There is a really human aspect to this, and I don't. I don't really like. It's not only that. Like that would just be between you and just I. Just so you know, hmm. if that did happen, as soon as you got out of my life, I'd start doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> when I'm taking to the stage. I'm gonna let the people know I'm funny. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna make the point, but that would just between be between us, and that right. you know his thing is between millions of people. But yeah, that's fine. You should do stand up. You're a funny guy. Oh, thanks. I don't really have any interest. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, sure. You didn't have any interest in doing a podcast either, did you? And yet here we are. Yeah, it's more fun than I thought. Yeah. Well, for our listener. <laughs> Hi, mom. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Mike's mom. I love you, too. Oh, oh, we're no, about to have no, that come fight. On, come on. I'm about two weeks from doing stand-up, if you know what I mean. <laughs> My face aches already. I That's don't even gonna know That's going to become why. the euphemism for kicking ass. I'm about nice. two weeks away from I doing like stand-up. It. I think we got our title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? Bar- Barnani. Bar- Bar- oh, yeah. Kind Bar- of just <laughs> retiring. With the sort of fanfare and uh, of his whole career. Just sort of like, <laughs> meh. Bloop. Eh, just sort of faded out of the, the... There was a blip. I wish he had had a better career. I had high hopes for him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things, too. So did he... everyone in Canada. <laughs> and the Knicks, apparently, too. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Oh, God. But it's one of those things, too, though. It's not like... I mean, I guess Kwame Brown a little bit, too. But there's other players where you see he has all the parts. Mm-hmm. You just don't know why it doesn't work. Oh, I can tell you why it doesn't work. And why? listen, if Bargnani, if you ever listen to this, I'm sorry I'm about yeah. to say this Bargnani, about you. if you ever listen to this, you'll never listen to this. Motherfucker is dumb. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, he's just... I think he's just a mouth breather. You think he's dumb? Well, isn't that the same thing? No, some people just breathe from their mouth. Uh, okay. All right. so, so you perceive him as being stupid. Yeah, I perceive him as being not that bright. Why? Why do you perceive that? Uh, is it because he walks around with his mouth open? Yeah, no. Did you see that donkey chart against Thaddeus Young? When he, like, Why does that make you dumb, though? Just like nobody. Why would you go for that? Why? Like you clearly were never gonna. You're just like you're just watching him play on the court made me realize that the guy is just like when there's open shot, open looks, he doesn't take them. When there is, he does. I mean, when there isn't, he does. Like he he had open teammates, passed to the wrong guy. 
He just he's he relied on his athleticism, but it's not that great. And like he's just not good, man. He just he just he struck me as a real not thinking person. Okay. Like there's there's you know, there's basketball smart people, there's smart people. Right. I don't think he's either. <laughs> right. I think he's I could see I think he fits into neither of those categories. For me, I think more as long as we're just judging based on things we're seeing. Yeah. Let's do it. He's lazy like all Italians. Oh. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> I just wanted to say that to an Italian. <laughs> and a quarter of yourself is kicking your own ass right now. <laughs> well, depends on who you ask. Um, <laughs> depends on which other part of you ask. Uh, but I was going to say, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to project myself onto him. I just wish he, you know, like I wanted him to have a better career than he had. And oh, I liked sure. the parts of his game, but he never really could put them together. And then I think people also underrate the injuries with his career. I think, what did he do? He when signed, was he injured? What was injured? His knee. Really? Yeah, I think he had foot issues too. He actually had some chronic injury issues. Mm, I didn't really. I guess I, I guess would have he to has, look up games like, play. I, I didn't feel think like they were. Toronto, oh, we're going. No, no, no. I didn't think they were major injuries. I didn't. I knew he had some injuries. Like every player gets a little. I think there was a year in Toronto he had a major knee thing. No, really. And didn't 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 spend a lot of time off the bench. All so, right, but uh, well, happy trails, Bargnani. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> Very nice. Enjoy your better nice. pasta wherever you're going <laughs> than what you could get in Canada or the United States. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some Barnyani. I still can't think. I can't believe I just thought that Michael Beasley was retiring. <laughs> <laughs> or resigning. I mean, resigning. Rather, right, retiring. resigning. Like, like, resigning? No, they, they resigned oh, him resigning. for nothing. Yeah, you see yeah. how much I read that email before we did this. <laughs> Oh, my wife yells at me about not paying attention. I'm the worst at paying attention, Dude. too. Oh, it gets uh, me in a lot of trouble at work. Uh, the women that I've been blessed to have in my life, one consistent message was, I already fucking told you that. Oh, <laughs> you and me both. Oh, my God. It's the one consistent thing where I was like, oh, I guess I was not listening <laughs> to you while you were talking. <laughs> I already fucking told you. Um one other thing, uh, the Olympics. You want to talk anything about it at all? I go for it. I'm not. I, I just I don't care about the Olympics. I haven't for years. You know what's weird? When I was a kid, I was really super into the Olympics. I'm like, this is our time to shine in front of the rest of the world. This is awesome, and I, I, I really like gymnastics. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but the Gymnastic basketball team. Fine. Yeah. I want to watch the team. I just like there's no interest in, in it for me because it's not going to be competitive. They no. beat China by 57 exactly. points. They were playing pa- rock paper scissors this. <laughs> Who gets to shoot the free throws on oh, the court? Really? Yeah. It was uh, DeMar DeRozan uh, and... and <laughs> that's sort of showboating, too. Butler, I can't even like, deal with it. And the, the fact that I might be somewhat associated as an American, like, I am more interested in watching Spain versus France for the silver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I would rather watch that game. Although... Um, there's a couple other teams I'd rather watch, too. Not China's not one of them. No. I think that Australia just beat Spain, though. Or France, rather. I think, uh, yeah. Australia upset yeah, yeah. France. Yeah, See, I'm, not, so. I'm not even paying attention I just at saw all. it this morning. I think that's what happened. The only thing I like the Olympics for, it's more Winter Olympics, because some of the sports are just weird. And I'm like, I will I watch... Go for it. Curling. curling? Yeah, yeah. I'll watch some curling. <laughs> Um, when the dudes are doing about 100 miles per hour downhill skiing, oh, yeah, that's I fun. fucking love watching Well, you're that. a skier, too. So, But still, that's just ins- – well, I don't care about the other ones. Like, the, the, the regular slalom, it's great. I don't, yeah. I don't give a shit. But when yeah. they start, like, doing the jump, too, where they jump in the air, like, where it's oh, – like, yeah, gymnastics where you're, insane. like, they're pushing yeah. what the humans are allowed to right. do. right. That stuff's a little more interesting. It is me. very interesting. Well, that's why I like the that's why I like the gymnastics. I'm like the uneven right. bars. That's in, like watching those girls and guys mm. do that stuff. Like I don't know how the human body is capable of doing that. Agree. Like it's it's 
It's that's a the one part of the Olympics. But the, the side part of that, which kind of puts me off of it too, is just how corrupt the Olympics are. Oh yeah, they're so corrupt through and through. It's, it's just a few like rich people making more money and screwing over everybody in the name of two of my favorite things: nationalism and patriotism. <laughs> so it's like two of the great forces that make the world better. Like, and then it's just a money grab. Yeah, but also I. Like, I care for the athletes, I suppose. The ones who are probably more amateurish as well. Like, that's another reason it's harder for me to care about the USA men's basketball team. I know. But, you know, but would there be more interest in it for you if they went back to playing only college players? If it was competitive, yeah. That's the thing. It wouldn't be competitive. That's the thing. There's, like, no middle ground for the U.S. basketball team. Either you're playing your college players. Maybe by now, though, they might be better. I don't know. But either you're playing your college players and you can't compete for the gold or you're playing your stars and there's no shot of anyone else having any chance to win, which is fine. It's great right? for nationalism and patriotism. You're you're absolutely right about that. But there's no middle ground. I'd like to see a little bit of competitiveness, you know, and there are NBA players scattered around the world. And like Bogut, he had a great game. Apparently like he, you know, he had his injury and then he played for Australia and like had a great game. Um, but that's one guy on, yeah. you know, from I think an NBA France franchise. has a few. And I yeah, think Spain right. has a few, too. And so maybe Croatia, I want to say, has I a handful say, of NBA players. I, I want to say Latvia. Somewhere does. Somewhere like that. Latvia or Croatia. Yeah. Well, because Porzingis. War. Porzingis. Is he Por- playing? Porzingis. No, but I'm just saying he's Latvian. Is he playing in the Olympics? Though? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think he's too young. And he's just like, I'm going to sit out on this one until I need more help with my brand. Fair. How about this? Does this how do tell me how to feel about this? All right. If Ben Simmons plays for the Australian national team in the Olympics, right. how should I feel? What do you mean? Well, like, I want him to play you, for you the US. You feel conflicted? Yeah, I feel a little conflicted. But he's from Australia. Yeah, I know. So what's the problem? I he's also from the Philadelphia 76ers. For like and his five dad is from minutes. here. I know. Well, I know. Tony Parker's dad's American. He's an American guy who wouldn't go play in France. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Tony Parker. <laughs> his real name is uh-huh. Tony Parker. <laughs> But he pronounced it Pacquiao. Pacquiao. But his dad was a, a, I think he was an NBA player who went to go play in Europe and ended up retiring and marrying a French woman. Hmm. And, his, and Tony just grew up. But, I mean, Tony Parker is a very American name oh for my a God, Frenchman. Yeah. I know. I always wondered about that. I was like, why? Yeah. How does this Frenchman? All right, whatever. I'm I just think not like he's that. similar to Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I think that both of Kobe Bryant's parents are American. They just grew up. He just grew up in Italy. Italy yeah. But I think Tony Parker's mom maybe is French. I do got to admit, I'm a little jealous of Kobe can speak Italian and I can't. It makes me so angry. Really? No, not at all. You stay up at night <laughs> thinking about how yes. good Kobe's life I, is I compared to yours. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, not compared. No, just that he can speak a language that I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or any language. I had. I can only speak American. Are you? That's wrong? right. Not yeah. English. American. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Nothing. I was gonna also say I like to watch the runners a little bit, like the I sprints and stuff. The sprints, yeah. I do too. Because I, I run, agree with you. But yeah. No, just that they're pushing the human body. Oh, and yeah. I'm just like, God, steroids are amazing. <laughs> human growth hormone. Look at that. They're under nine seconds. Wow. I don't know if they got yeah, there yet. I don't I mean, depends on how, what the distance is. I just can't wait until they do it in like seven seconds and his body just falls apart because it's all chemicals. And yeah. Would <laughs> you said nine seconds? Nine seconds and what? For 100 meters. That, yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that what the mark? I have no idea. There, I have it's to like look nine point No, it can't be nine seconds. Nine seconds for 100 meters? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I got to look this up now. That sounds insanely fast. It's like a sports car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like racing cheetahs out there. <laughs> I think the nine, the nine second mark is like the really the high shit. water mark. And I think they're getting closer and closer slowly to breaking that. Damn. 
it's a fast race. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't got it. I took a sip of my Coke and I was fucking over. <laughs> I've been waiting four hours to get into this event. Actually, that was my complaint about like, so we were in the city last year. We were the, uh, what's that big horse race that comes on? Um, the Triple Crown, the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby came sure. on. Belmont. So, yeah, no, it was a Kentucky Derby. Kentucky. And, yeah. and Chris and I were in a bar in Manhattan just hanging out. I'm like, oh, let's just watch this. It's a big to do, right? And then we were like hanging out. Like for two hours, people were there. There was a giant crowd, and they're all getting riled up. And like the race is over in a minute. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, yeah. Why did we stay here for this? This is so you stupid. Have to, first of all, you have to gamble on it to be fun. Yeah, right. And second of all, not unlike baseball, it just doesn't translate to TV. <laughs> no, it's not fun no. to watch on television. But if you go to the horse races, tons of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. We to keep go. saying we're gonna go. I've never gone. I'll take you, dude. We we'll should go. You have a couple drinks. You place a couple little bets. There's the uh, aqueduct or whatever it is on yeah. the way down in the A. You can take the A train down, right, right before you get to the beach. I don't want to so. brag about how cool my life is, <laughs> but I went to Aqueduct for Thanksgiving last year. Oh, really? Yeah, I placed a couple of bets. With who? Myself. I told you I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> you are cool. <laughs> I just wanted to go for Thanksgiving. And, That's uh, awesome, dude. Good for you. I played some table games, and then I watched a, I watched a football game on this screen the size of this building. Oh, my God. I, that's that's really ballsy. This, these are things that I would never do by myself. Really? I would, well, first of all, I've never played table games. Okay. I am super intimidated by playing blackjack or any kind of... You like, can do some. I, I don't want to take you, though, because I think you get mad if I like told you how to gamble and then you lost. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that The would, way I view sure it is happen. that if you enjoy gambling, people sort of lie to themselves and think that it's a social thing, and they'll be like, let's go with a group of yeah. friends. Gambling's inherently antisocial. Yeah, it yeah. makes more oh, yeah. sense on a very basic level just to do it by yourself. But then if you do it by yourself, you're like, this is antisocial, addictive <laughs> behavior. Maybe yeah. I should just take it easy with this stuff. In the same way that I say I like drinking socially. <laughs> by myself. <laughs> by myself. Told the wall I like drinking. I like drinking with you, wall. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about? No, it's been a pretty random podcast, so it's going to be funny to move on to a random wrap-up. Yeah, let's wrap up with some interesting weird news. That we, What the hell was the weird news we were going to talk about? Uh, no, I thought we were going to do the uptick and dick pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uptick and dick pick. Uh. <laughs> it's a new segment on our show for the random wrap-up called an uptick and dick pick. <laughs> Starring Draymond, Draymond Green. Which is, you know, Bieber. Bieber. And Orlando Bloom. See, I don't know about the. I don't know about Bieber or Orlando Bloom. Well, I don't know. Please I, read, like I, I read the New York Post and the Daily News. <laughs> I only read the high end stuff when yes, I'm at work. Yes, you do. So. Uh, nothing. I just my thing is just I was surprised that there were three dick pics in a week. One, <laughs> and I was telling you that I think that the dick pic is a signal that no matter what level of star you are. You solidly are just a B-level star now. Like, if you were C-level, you're now B-level because you got a little more fame. If you were A-level, you've moved down to (laughs) B-level. Like, that's the way dick pic works. By the way, I think all three of these guys are probably A-level celebrities. Bieber, for sure. Dude, wait. He's on his way to Lohan country. He's waving his hat in the convertible, (laughs) driving the convertible out to Lohan country. And you know that's true. Yeah, that's probably. And I dick, hope so. Dick pic is like getting your passport stamped on the way to Lohan country, <laughs> of just irrelevant. <laughs> like you show up wasted in a yeah. Lindsay Lohan, you're talking no one about. will hire you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know he's well on his way. Dude's worth like half a billion dollars. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no. He's he's got money. He's fine. So he's like twenty three and tell half me a billion dollars. tell me what happened. He just. I mean, I know about Draymond. We'll talk about Draymond in a second. But I don't know about Orlando Bloom or the situation. They were just in the woods doing that thing where celebrities do, where they act like they don't know photographers are all around. They're like, I'm just vacationing. Leave me alone. And he went at his dick. No, they were just partying naked. Dude, Orlando Ooh. Bloom was with Katy Perry. Oh, and Katy Perry wasn't naked. Oh, Orlando Bloom was. Oh, 
I didn't see the unedited shots. I've seen none of the unedited shots of any of these. I'm not sure how the situation goes down where Katy Perry is fully dressed and Orlando Bloom is fully naked. Well, get into it, dude. Read the New York Post more. It's all the news that's fit to print. Now I'm interested. That's either that or the New York Times. I can't remember. (laughs) It's one of those two. The New York Times? I don't think it'd be in the Times. No, I'm joking. It's in the Post. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I just want to welcome. Because, no, basketball players are famous to you and I. They aren't famous, even someone for the Golden State Warriors, unless you're Steph Curry or LeBron James. Draymond's pretty up there. No, I don't think so. Really? You don't think he's an A-list celebrity? No, I think if you went to – let's just bring it back to my mom again. (laughs) If I went to my mom and I was like, do you know who LeBron James is? My mom would be like, yeah. Yeah. Do you know who Draymond Green is? She would have no fucking idea who that is. All right, fair enough. That's a different level of celebrity. All right. That like, makes do you sense. know who you know who Messi is, right? Yeah. Who doesn't know who Messi is, right? Right, but can right. you name any of his teammates? I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, That's fair enough. the level of fame I'm talking about. Fair enough. But you know, I would I would argue that football players in Europe are probably way more popular than Wait, football did you say players. football in reference to soccer as an American talking about the European game of cultural sensitivity? Sorry. <laughs> football. <laughs> Just say soccer. soccer. Like goddamn right. American. It's a game for kids and women. I'm, I'm American. <laughs> kids and women, really? All right. Um, yeah. Well, I don't even know what I was going to say now. <laughs> good, good call. Good on you. <laughs> totally threw me for a loop. Uh, yeah. What... But um, so let's talk about the dream on dick pic. All right. While we're talking about dick all I know pics. is like Snapchat, which I don't even know what Snapchat right. is because I'm not oh, techie. You don't know all. Snapchat. You don't know Stitcher. I know of <laughs> it. I'm aware of it. <laughs> you barely know Twitter. <laughs> uh, Twitter is just your personal vitriol site, by the way. <laughs> just like, really? You think I'm vitriolic? You're a you're a little hot takey. A little. Oh, I know. I like doing that though. That's yeah. not out of though. That's not. That, I'm more. I'm more self aware than you think possibly of that. Oh, I know you are. I like doing it because I'm trying. But to I don't get a, think I'm trying to get a rise or reaction. That's fine. Sometimes. I don't think everyone else knows that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're almost Stephen A. Smithish. No, no, he's not self aware. He's, he is self-aware, but he's also just kind of a bad human being. Don't yeah, he's a horrible him. person. I'm sorry. I'm not going to compare to someone like this. <laughs> I'm taking it all back. I sorry. really dislike him. Oh, yeah. You and me both. He's my least favorite sports person. Him and Broussard are right there. Colin yeah. Cowherd's right there. Oh, Cowherd. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, let's talk about Draymond. So, Draymond, I, I actually, in this situation, kind of feel bad for him. Really. He, he Why? He Snapchatted to his entire audience of followers, like two million people. He uh-huh. Snapchatted a dick pic. I didn't. I didn't see it. I'm not following him. Um, like two weeks after getting a, a, bra- a fight in a bar, right? So he's made some really questionable, dumb decisions this Recently. summer. His decision yeah. making is getting really questionable. Really questionable. I just I feel- might get him up to be less celebrity status. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps making decisions like this. Yeah, you might be right, actually. Um, I kind of just feel like, wow, dude, I don't even know what to say. Like, it wasn't malicious. It wasn't trying to hurt anyone. He wasn't trying to, like, send it to somebody's wife. He wasn't cheating on his wife or I don't even know if he's married. It's It's just like, like, I don't think he was doing anything that anybody else hasn't done or couldn't do by accident. I don't think it was like. I've never done it. It's just straight up. But right. I also don't think badly of him for doing it. I just think it's foolish. Like, it's silly. Yeah. Um, he wasn't like Wiener sending his picture, but it's also like, just I, you know like have better handlers, have well, people who take care who of you. Who are you going to have around to handle you when you're naked in a bathroom or something, showing a picture of your dick to everyone? Like who's? Get, 
I hope there's no handler there because <laughs> that would be a fluffer. <laughs> mm, no, I think when you reach, if you want to reach that next level of fame, sometimes you have, a, oftentimes you have agents handling your social media. All right. Your general social media, and then you have a quiet account, a secret account to your friends. Well, I think that's probably what he thought he was doing. He was probably sending it to a secret account to a girl, I would assume. Again, I don't know how. I don't know either, but computers work. <laughs> or. <laughs> yeah, I'm very hazy on it myself. Shoes. Uh, Shoes? You don't know how shoes work? <laughs> <laughs> Magnets, how do they work? <laughs> it's a miracle. If you don't know what I'm talking about, never mind. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? That brings us to our last topic, our What's random wrap-up. Yeah, unless you have anything else to say about Draymond. I don't. I just I thought it was interesting that there were three dick pics in a week. Uptick and dick pic. I just couldn't uptick resist saying it. <laughs> this <laughs> is really just the format for you to say uptick and, and dick, dick pic. pic. <laughs> it's one. fine. Welcome. Welcome to the uptick and dick pic hour. Um... I wanted to talk a little bit since we were talking about, um, I don't even remember what segued me into this, but uh, the profits of rage. You had a oh, an yeah. interesting take when you got here about it. Just because I, I, you know, I came over here on my bike and uh, as I often do it, and I found myself wanting to listen to Rage Against the Machine, which is very strange for me. I mean, it's not that strange. For I me. wasn't a you huge like... fan growing up. No, I don't know where you oh, got Tool. that from. You were a big Tool guy. I, I liked Tool more yeah. than I liked Rage Against the Machine. I remember when I went out to see you in Portland and you picked me up from the airport and we rode around portland proper with you blaring tool out of your car that sounds like me just to be a dick because it would piss piss off everyone in portland (laughs) it was kind of hilarious and kind of awesome because i also like tool um no but i found myself because of the nostalgia because i saw something on the internet about the prophets of rage and then i Mm. you know i put it on and it was um chuck d and uh the dude from cypress hill fronting rage against the machine and they were on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And I want to say they were all dressed in red and black. And the whole stage was red and black. And then it was just sponsored by Samsung, which had all been colored red, red and, black and black to go yeah. with them. And it just felt so kind of just gross. And yeah. That, that it made me, gross. though, it made me also want to hear the original songs and kind of feel what they felt like. But Right, because Rage, Rage Against the Machine was clearly anti-establishment. They were, you know. Sure, they, at least lyrically. I'm not that I mean, cynical the name, about them. but Yeah. Just but it's weird to see something like that become a legacy act. Yeah. Like that's it just felt like with the Samsung ads matching up in terms of like color and the way everything looked, these hyper political lyrics. And I'm and like, yeah. oh, this could be in Vegas. Like, you know, people gambling, get your buffet and go see Prophets of Rage. Yeah. It's a little aggressive, but we have Chuck D and you what recognize am, the names. What about Zach Delaroca? Where is he at? I think he's just like, fuck it, I don't want to do that anymore. Good for him. I think he's more I don't know. Tom Morello supposedly is pretty politically active, but I think Zach Delaroca is still politically active and trying to do his own thing. Yeah, I love Tom, uh, Tom Morello, man. I think he's a great guitar player. But he just, is. I just don't know. Again, at some point, it becomes a legacy act if you're not producing new material. Like, yeah, other bands go out. You're like, play the hits, but you can play a couple of new ones too. Well, they did. They have a new album out, right? They have do a whole they? album. I think they have an album. Oh, I only saw them do. Uh, a couple of the hits. I heard no. I think they have a whole album. They have. I heard one of their songs on the interwebs, and uh, it wasn't bad. It's not the same, but it's not bad. I, I, well, I watched uh, them do their new song live. So I mean, at least they have a new song. But I think the last thing I the last thing I know of that Tom uh, Zach Della Roca did was he was he did a song with um, Run the Jewels, which was, was great, really awesome. That was great. You so want to talk good. about keeping yourself relevant yeah. and doing good stuff? That yeah. Run the Jewels. Uh, Run the Jewels 2 is Two. fantastic. So good. Don't they have a new one out? Probably. I think they do, and I haven't listened to it yet. They're pretty uh, prolific. Yeah. I actually feel bad, though, because, like, I... Not bad, but I feel like I'm super hipster, because, like, all the hipsters love Whatever. Run the Jewels. Whatever. It's they fun. like a lot of stuff I like before they knew what it was. That's and true. I find out about stuff they like, and 
whatever. I don't even care about that shit anymore. Yeah, it's fine. I'm There's not a little uh, bit of crossover here. Yeah. I'm not curating my tastes around what other people either like or don't like. I either like it or I don't. That's I don't really true. care that much. I will vouch for you on that one. So. Your your tastes are not curated. <laughs> <laughs> you have no taste. <laughs> Tasty cakes. One time I watched you sleep in a park sucking on ketchup packets. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going with that. <laughs> Nothing. Just like you're just some sort of weird trash person <laughs> I ran into. You do not curate anything. <laughs> Anyway, listen. Um, you good, brother? We I th- good? I think we're good. Dude, we got an hour. We got an hour out of summer NBA, which is... <sighs> Nothing doing. Tell me, I want to ask you, how do you feel about the upcoming season? Are you excited for it? I am. We're going to do our we'll do our season predictions and all of that, probably in September. Yeah, yeah October, yeah. maybe. Yeah, September, October. A little closer once the, the, the teams get finalized, the rosters. I got to tell you, this year, for some reason, I'm way more excited about the upcoming NBA. I know why. I'll explain it to you. Because your team's going to be relevant? No. I was going to say, even aside from that, I'm, not, I'm happy to watch the Sixers maybe, maybe play some meaningful winning basketball on, on occasion. Like I, I'll talk about how much I think they're going to win but in an upcoming podcast. But I think it's because of this podcast. You're more into it. I'm more into just the NBA in general. Like I'm right. really getting my, you know, my fingers into the what's happening it's a really enjoyable thing yeah, like yeah. trying to intellectualize it as much as i'm my stupid brain as possible uh, see, see it as a whole of. yeah as opposed to like just i love the sixers yeah exactly yeah. it's it's a lot more fun i think so, so too looking up i'm looking forward to it um i am too i'm really looking forward to it this year actually yeah even though the trailblazers are kind of going to be a boring team but i always i want us to uh i want you to pick a second team this year to follow the other- i always pick a second team each each year i'm like oh you know because i always follow the one and i was like i love a lot of teams but i was like my second team this year is going to be this team yeah blank and you should see if you can find one that you're going right. to be into for whatever reason um i think it might be the timberwolves but I'm trying to... It's a very hip choice. Yeah, the hipsters really like the Timberwolves. All right, Curate I'm your on, taste. I'm out on the Timberwolves. Curate your taste. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's like a poor man's curation. Like, you don't even know anything about what you're doing. You're just like, oh, it's really popular right now. I know all no, that. They're going to be a fucking fun team to they're watch with fun. Thibodeau. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that lineup. They're going to be... Yeah, they're oh. going to be sick. And everyone's so big on Chris Dunn. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I like Chris, Chris Dunn, too. Yeah. He's already getting, like, whispers of Rookie of the Year. That's it, Kings. I'm going in the Kings. Really? No. <laughs> Dude, I love a good train wreck. Yeah, so do I. Although I do love Scout. I still I'm rooting for Scout. He's going to I just feel so bad. Kid is going to never succeed there because he went he could they could have he gone could have gone to a team that nurtured his abilities. Right. Brought him along slow. Right. He landed there. I feel really bad for him. All right. Let's save it for another podcast. Yeah, but I do want to talk to you about the Blazers moves at some point. Cool. They made a lot of moves last season, last week and we weren't here for it cuz I was gone. Uh, but anyway, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can tweet at us at superflightpod. Uh, you can email us at the superflightpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow along at Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, which is where we get most of our listeners, I think, and iTunes. And if you listen on iTunes or SoundCloud, please leave a review and comment so people can find us. And uh, I don't know. Anything else, buddy? Thanks, Mom. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Mike's Mom. It's good seeing you. All right, talking to you. Goodbye.